Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Welcome to Finish Well Radio. I'm Laura Nolette. And I'm Meredith Curtis. We came out tonight to talk to you about online classes. As a matter of fact, we want to talk to you specifically about my introduction to computer science online class. It's going to be on Mondays at True North Homeschool Academy starting at the end of August going for a full school year. And so I just wanted to share with you some of my thoughts about studying computers for students and what I like to do with students in this class. You see, computers are everywhere these days, and so many of our kids, they get into playing games and they play on their computers, but they really don't understand the computers and what they're doing. And sometimes that can cause problems, and sometimes it just ends up being, they get this impression or this feeling that they know about computers And then when it comes time to really be able to work with them, they're at a loss, they're embarrassed, they're frustrated. And so I have put together a class that goes through and teaches a little bit of history of computers, a lot of things about how computers work, how computers think, what parts are inside a computer, as well as things that work with a computer. And I even take the students through a little bit of programming because kids hear today, oh, you have to get into computers. You have to get into computer programming. You have to get into game design. You have to, you know, and they, they, people make these blind suggestions and then students have no idea what that means or what the implication is to them. I have a son who has really loved playing video games. And so he, wanted to make a career out of that. So he's been going to school to study game design, which is a lot of work. It's a lot of really tedious work. And Mm -hmm. until he began working at it, he didn't realize designing the games for most people is not nearly as fun as playing the games. And so fortunately for him, he does like designing them. So he didn't regret the decision to go into that. And I didn't mention this, but in the class, I also teach about the Internet and I teach about safety on the Internet and I teach about how it works, how it was built and how you can use it to make a side business. So these high schoolers can actually start my class and learn some skills that they can go on and make a side job for themselves to pay for college even. I spend half the year going through office applications. Now, you'll be asking yourself, what is an office application? Meredith, do you know what an office application is? No, but I have to tell you. No, I think I kind of do. But I have to tell you, I'm so excited that you're doing this because I think it's very overwhelming for most people to listen to what you just said. And some of it think, I have no idea what she's talking about. And other things think, oh, yeah, I think my kid knows that, but I'm not really sure. And so I think when you're talking about some of these things where, I mean, when I started homeschooling, there was no Internet. When I started homeschooling, that did not exist. And now we're on the Internet right now recording this podcast and 
So it's just completely changed our life. So I love that you are teaching this. I just think it's such a necessary course for for high school teens to learn this stuff. Yeah, we're teaching this class at an online homeschool academy. True North <laughs> Academy is totally online. So you would think, well, the kids are doing all their school online. They must know computers. But how many times have you had students couldn't turn in their homework because they couldn't make the app work? Oh, that happens to me all the time. And many times I have to say, okay, here's my personal email. Just email me the work because I can't come into your, you know, homeschool room and figure this out for you. But yeah, that is, that is really hard. And when I have helped students with turning in their homework, because one of my classes, that's what I do, is I help students with whatever they need. They don't understand where their homework is on their computer. They know they did it. They know they hit save, but then they don't know what to do beyond that. And that's a common situation when you're playing video games. They automatically take care of that stuff for you. So there's no need for you to understand any of that kind of thing. So what happens when you hit that save button? And so I spend time teaching the kids, this is what happens when you hit that save button, Mm -hmm. and this is where it goes. But you could reorganize it, and it actually helps students with their organized thinking to think about how can I organize this so that I can find my homework when I need it. And um, how can I organize my computer so I can find the songs I want to listen to and I can look at the pictures I want to look at? I've had a lot of people come to me and I have all these pictures and my computer says the pictures are all supposed to be right here. But why is it they're all messed up like this? You know, they're not in the right Mm -hmm. order or I can't I can't get all the pictures of my son together or, you know, and things like that. And so these are the kinds of lessons that I do include in this class is teaching them how to organize everything on the computer. And I'm a visual person. So for me, the way my computer screen looks makes a difference. And so we spend some time, you know, you can change everything on the screen to make it look different. You can change the pictures on it. You can change the colors on it. You can even change things like how hard you have to click your mouse in order for it to actually click, you know, and, and things like I that. did not know that. Yeah. I you can you could do that. Yeah. And That's for cool. left-handed people, you can switch the buttons around on, on your mouse. So, you know, people who want to hold the mouse in their left hand, it's awkward for them to, to left click like we normally do right-handed people you click the left button with your index finger and that's the one you're used to pointing with and poking with and so it's very natural but if you're left-handed your pointing poking finger is on the wrong side of the mouse so we learn how to fix that these are all the kinds of things that get included in there and then these are students we're dealing with right so they need to be able to do things like write a paper. Not only are they going to need to write a paper, at some point they may need to write a research paper with footnotes and endnotes and table of contents and index. An office application is a computer program that works in an office. 
And so one of them is a word processor. And there's a bunch of different ones. And I teach, actually, this year I'm teaching three different ones in my class. So some students, they have Microsoft Office and they have that on their computer and that's the, you know, that's the big daddy. That's the one that has all the whistles and bells and that's the one that costs the most. And, um, so I teach them how to use it, but some of our students, they have a Mac computer, which is very different. And I know how to use a Mac computer. So I teach them how to use all the free applications that come with a Mac. And some of our students use Google Chromebook. Google Chromebook is a great, inexpensive little computer. It goes online. It does all these things. It uses online apps. So you go to a website to do your word processing. You go to a website to write your research paper. And I teach them how to put footnotes on it and how to put a table of contents on it. The Chromebook and the MacBook and the Windows computers, they all operate just a little differently. And so I like to teach them all the differences. And so this year I have a small class. I hope I get to have more students join us next year for this class. But we go through, every class is like in three parts. And I go through all three of these different machines. And, okay, if you're using a Windows computer, click here. If you're using a Google computer, click there. And if you're using a Mac, this is where you click. And so we go through and... We look at all of those different options, and some of the students are looking at the free software they've been using, like on the Google um, apps. You can go to Google.com, and there's a word processor and other things, and they're realizing it won't do all the things they need to do for their classes. And so mm-hmm. their families are, you know, having the discussion, okay, is it now time for us to look into getting Microsoft Office? A lot of universities require that but they also provide it so it's That's not a that. and so a lot of college students are able to download office for free or very cheap and i am just wondering about that because as uh because i teach writing online and it's very hard for me it's it's much easier when i get something written in Microsoft Word because I'm able to edit it. I'm able to send it back. I mean, or Google Docs. Google Docs can work, although not when they're doing a research paper. But what I was wondering, Laura, is there something that's free that is similar to Office that you can use with computers, PCs, or laptops that are not Macs? There is. There's a software out there called LibreOffice, L-I-B-R-E Office. Okay. And it is free, and it is very close to Microsoft Office. They, It's what they call a freeware uh, program, so there are people, computer programmers all over the world who like to contribute to it and add to it, and they're always trying to match all of the features that are in Microsoft Office. Okay. And it even has settings on it where it can save as a Microsoft Office document. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So I, I teach that as well, although this year I don't have any students who needed that. So I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm not doing it on a weekly basis. I'm actually working on putting a textbook together. It is not finished yet. It's still in the editing stages. So I've been providing 
notes to my students so that they can take it with them in the future. But keep an eye on powerlineprod.com for Computers 101. And I think that's what we titled the book. It may be Introduction to Computers. We're going to put that up for sale as soon as we're finished with the editing process. So if you cannot join my class, then maybe you'll be interested in purchasing the textbook, which will take you through all of the same lessons. Um, It'll be included in the, um, well, not included in the class price. And when I have it finished, it will be a, a, a textbook for my class that students will be able to take with them. If you're a student that's going to go into my class and you're using Google Docs and Google Sheets and Google Slides, those are the three things that I teach from that. And you realize that, okay, when I go into college, I really want to know how to use Microsoft Office, but I don't have it now to work with, but my college is going to give it to me for free. If you have my textbook, then you can refer to all of the lessons on Microsoft Office and be able to refresh your mind from the things I had taught in the class, but then now you have the textbook to follow up. So it'll be a good textbook for um, students to have, to take with them on to college, to keep going with, with the subjects. Yes, I really am excited that you're doing that. We're excited to be publishing it soon. I mean, well, when you're finished. <laughs> and I think the exciting thing is, like what you said, it's a reference. There's certain things that you know, we, it, they're just consumable. You take the course and then you're done with it. But this is definitely something that you want to hold on to because there's so much content in there that maybe this isn't your season when you need that, but that season is definitely coming. And from where I look right now, I don't see us becoming less dependent on computers and internet. I see that growing more and more, which is a little bit you know, brave new world to me, but that is where we're heading and we either need to be on board. And I love that you talk about safety because, you know, the internet is a scary place. And as parents, we need our children. Not only do we need to protect our children, but we need to teach our children why they should protect themselves and why they should make choices to protect themselves. And that's something that you know, they're not always going to be home under our roof, but they are always going to need to protect themselves from the dangers of the Internet. Yeah. And one thing that I, I did want to reassure families is that when we get to that subject, we I do handle it in a sensitive manner. Um, it is possible to describe the bad things that can go on that can go on in the Internet in a way that is very frightening for students, even high schoolers. And very upsetting. And so I'm very careful to not do that. I have in the past been a little less careful and and it was brought to my attention. And so now <laughs> I am really sensitive about it. And 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 so we, we do talk about that in a manner that hopefully won't traumatize anybody, but it does caution them to be careful and and how they can do that. And so and working with their parents, it's really important that students work with their parents on that and for their own good as well as like their siblings and everybody in their family, you know, um, needs to be protected. And so I like to foster that in everybody. You know, I didn't talk about this earlier, but I did want to say for those of you who don't know me, I have been involved in the computer industry for a very long time. 
for more than 30 years, I have been involved in, in the computer world. And I worked as a professional IT person 30 years ago when the Internet was in its, well, it wasn't even an infant. I watched the foundation for it being laid in my office. I worked for the federal government. And so it, it did begin there. It did not begin with Al Gore, but <laughs> as, as he no. quoted as claiming. But I was there as part of it. I have family members that were part of all of that. My dad did computer thesis for his master's degree when I was a little girl. So I have been around computers my entire life. And I come from a, a big time computer family. But I'm not stopping there. I continue to take classes and I continue to study. Something about computers is they are always changing. So the things that I learned 30 years ago are relatively irrelevant at this point. And so I don't stop. I just keep learning and keep exploring. And I hope all of you do that as well, whatever the subject is. Maybe not computers, but if we're all always learning, always exploring, always stretching our mind power, we all become better. And so it is important to do it. But I did want to reassure um, families that if you want to come out and join my class, I'll have new information next year that I didn't even have this past year because I've been taking more classes and learning more myself. And so I just wanted to kind of put that out there and encourage you all to join my class. And I love that. I love that you're always learning, Laura, because, I mean, all of us have to always be learning with computer stuff because it is changing so much. And there's so much that in our world we're dependent on computers. So but I love that you put a plug in for continuing to learn and grow our whole lives. And, you know, when I was a little girl, I used to it would say the gospel will be preached to the ends of the earth and then the end will come. And I used to think, how is the gospel going to get to all those people that haven't heard? And now here we are. Yes, the Internet can be a dangerous place, but computers and the Internet can be such a tool to take the gospel of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. And, you know, our kids are going to live in a world where they are going to need computers and use the Internet. But what a privilege as sisters in the Lord you and I, to be able to see that maybe that is how the gospel will go to the ends of the earth, and then Jesus will come back. So it's just very exciting to think about. Oh, yeah. I think even if it's not directly through the Internet going to go to the ends of the earth, the Internet is making things like Bible translation easier, and people are collaborating from on location where they're learning language that's never been translated before and they're communicating instantaneously with somebody maybe in America who is putting it down on a computer so that it can be printed up. And so, yeah, it's very exciting that people are using computers and the internet to do these things. And, you know, I had, I've had, I've had delivery people come to my home here in Florida that don't speak any English at all, and they use their phone, which is a tiny computer, and they speak in their language into it, and they hold it up to me, and it tells me what he said in English. Isn't you know, that cool? Yeah, it is. And so, like, we could be sharing the gospel that way with people. Agreed. You, know, you, you, could, Agreed. you could. You don't have to speak the same language as people anymore to be able to share the gospel because we have computers that are helping us. 
So yeah, computers are great as long as you um, know how to work them and they're working correctly. Usually when a computer is not working correctly, it is user error. It's some, it was some, some user along the line made a mistake. And so I'm just trying to help just a little bit with our kids so they're not that user making the error. Well, I want to really encourage you to join Laura's class this year, this coming year at True North Home School Academy. And the links will all be in the by, in the show notes. So you can just look at the show notes and just go to True North Homeschool Academy and sign up for her class. You'll be glad you did. Great. God bless you all. Thanks for coming out. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.